Super Talk Mississippi media production. In Mississippi, with our ever-changing weather, termites and household pests can disrupt your family life and take a toll on your home. Call Family Termite and let us help protect your home. 601-933-1014. Or reach us at www.family-termite.com. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard along with Rhino in the Super Talk studios guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder and fine music on this hump day. Morning Rhino. Howdy howdy. We are back at it again today, rocking and rolling right along. Lots of stuff going on, lots of things to talk about. No shortage of content. We got the the state in a session down there at the Capitol, all those legislators making bills, trying to pass them into laws. And we got all sorts of stuff happening on the uh, national scene. And uh, a little weather update. It's going to get cold again, I believe, isn't it? Another one of those wonderful Magnolia State 40, 50-degree swings in about 48 hours. <laughs> Is the high today for uh, parts of the Magnolia State will reach the mid-70s. Really? It's going to yeah. get that warm. Oh, yeah, especially uh, Coast. farther south, yeah. south of central Mississippi. Central Mississippi get mid-70s, maybe, by the huh. time uh, the front hits. And then once the front moves through, you'll wake up tomorrow, and it'll be 20 degrees or colder. Am I right in in uh, that the high over the weekend may not get out of the 30s here in the in the central Mississippi area? What are you seeing there? Uh, like, yeah, it's supposed to be a pretty chilly weekend after that front moves in uh, later this afternoon. It depends on where you are in the state as to when it will move in, but uh, okay. yeah, pretty much uh-huh. looking at a chilly weekend for everybody in the Magnolia State. Well, it is January. Oh, yeah. It's We're in expected. the midst of the winter, aren't we? Yeah. Well, we appreciate uh, you joining us uh, today, 601-879-4395, if you'd like to participate and join the conversation. We do our best to get to all those messages. Uh, we certainly apologize if we don't, but lots of engagement, and we uh, very much appreciate that. Try to get to all of them. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, where do we start? Good grief, Rhino, so much. I'm going to start with this one. You got the president who is scheduled to talk later on today. I think 2 o'clock our time. Have you ever wondered why doesn't he ever speak in the evening at prime time? And there's lots of theories, and I'm being serious about this. I'm, I have friends that have had parents or, or older family members that – They've watched decline with 
Alzheimer's and and uh, dementia and so forth. And and I don't know a lot about it, honestly. Uh, but they have advised that that uh, folks that are afflicted with those diseases have a tendency to really kind of wane as the day goes on, and that that the evening in particular is difficult for them from a cognitive perspective. Now, these are just speculative theories about the president, but it, you at least have to scratch your head, don't you, and wonder, why does he ever address the nation when most people can watch him? At 2 o'clock in the middle of the afternoon, I don't know that I've ever seen him speak like after 4, honestly. Well, I mean, without even really calling into question his cognitive abilities or even his health, just general health. How, how many 80-year-olds? I mean, he's 79. He's pushing 80. Yeah. How many 80-year-olds do you know that go to bed when the sun goes down? Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it may just be something as simple as he's got an early bedtime. Yeah. Uh, ice cream you don't and want bunny that rabbits. for the leader of the free world, <laughs> the most powerful man in the, in the world. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it may be where we are. It, it's scary, I'll say that, and uh, I, all the the clips I know we've played on the air here that, honestly, there, there's two sides to them. There's one side that almost makes you laugh. I mean, I, I'm, I apologize. I've done that because it's it's just hard not to, honestly. But I don't mean to demean or ridicule anybody if he's, if he's truly ill. But on the other hand, why in the heck? Did he run? Why did his party let him run? Why did his wife let him run? You just can't do that. You're putting the man in a position where he's subject to this. But you you play those tapes. You listen to them, the ones we've played here on the air numerous times, and you, you just got to scratch your head. What's going on here? This isn't right. This isn't good for the leader of the free world, as you said. But he's scheduled to talk today. Now, I'm going to predict what he's going to say. What did uh, Jen Saki say the other day? <laughs> bunny rabbits and ice cream. It's all bunny rabbits and ice cream. She got questioned, right, by a reporter. It was a serious question. What do you think about his poll numbers? What do you think about the general sentiment in the country that they're not happy with their situation? And like it or not, whomever's in the White House, they get attached to it. That's just the way we operate here in America. You go put gas in your car. You get mad at the president. That's just, that's just historical fact. And and so she said, "Well, you know, we're not we're going after tough issues. It's not just all bunny rabbits and ice cream." So here's what's going to happen today. He's going to tell you how great everything is. He's going to boast. He's going to brag. He's going to contrast himself to the prior president. Remember the speech he delivered. On uh, January 6th, the anniversary of the invasion of the Capitol, and we reported it here. I went through and counted it in the text. He said the former president 14 times in his speech. And and so he's going to do that, and he's going to tell you how great everything is. He's going to also say, you know, we're trying. It's those obstructionist Republicans that are keeping us from getting our agenda through. Remember during the Obama tenure, that's all we heard, obstructionist Republicans. Now, I'm going to submit that, and people are going to think this is maybe weird and twisted, 
Republicans salvaged the Obama presidency. And I know I've, I've suggested this before on the show, but it's, it's worth talking about today, I think, because we're looking at the same situation, similar situation. He's got this very aggressive, radical, massive domestic agenda he can't get through. He's got this, he's, so he's pivoted to this voting rights legislation. We'll get to that in a minute. There, there's some news on that. And, and that looks like it's running into roadblocks. And so, of course, he's going to blame and point fingers elsewhere. You showed a, uh, played a clip for me yesterday after the show, Rhino, with one of the reporters, I think it was CNN, right? One of the, uh, the, the folks that was uh, a guest on a show, I think, or maybe a contributor or something, said the, the problem is it's all those other people or something to that effect. It's, it's, not, the, it's, yeah, not, it's not that the Democrats don't have, I think I have it right here. Yeah infrastructure passed for example well he he got infrastructure passed and that's a good thing because success can can breed success he is putting the full force of the presidency behind it i think the problem for the democrats right now is is not that they have bad leaders they're bad followers bad followers <laughs> that's from democratic strategist paul Begala. okay thank you so uh, obviously a a, a surrogate a loyalist to the Democrat Party. It's bad the followers. Book, You're fired. The perfect guide to beating Donald Trump. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. It's the fu- Have you ever seen another president or or, or party get party and uh, all, all those that are responsible for promoting the party? Have you ever seen so much demeaning and degrading of of people? of just the rank and file. Now they're even going after their own. It's your fault. You should be happy. <laughs> you should be happy about $4 a gallon gas. You should be happy about the wave of crime. I just heard a report this morning. We set a 20-year record in this country on homicide. Okay? You should be happy about that. You you <laughs> you should be happy about getting out of Afghanistan. Pay no attention to the 13 members of our, our military service that lost their lives in that effort. Yeah, we're on day 140-something of Americans stranded in Afghanistan. Right. Pay no attention to that. Pay no attention to the millions of of folks crossing the border. Pay no attention. And pay no attention to the surge of coronavirus cases, even though the president said repeatedly as a candidate, I'm going to shut it down. I mean, you just go down the list. Pay no attention to the empty store shelves. Pay no attention to the lead time for uh, major products that you might be interested in buying. Pay no attention to that. Pay no attention to the fact that inflation is dramatically outstripping the increase in wages. You're, You're net down in terms of your economic situation. It's you people. You're just bad people for thinking that stuff is not good for you. Come on. (laughs) We'll take a break right here. We got Representative Jansen Owen at 11.05 and Kevin Horan, Representative, at 12.05. Middays, we'll be right back. This is Dennis Stevenson. 
Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Join us at the fabulous Mayflower Cafe in downtown Jackson for lunch daily. Specials include Wednesday pot roast, Thursday chicken and dumplings, and everyday grilled catfish. The Mayflower serves the freshest seafood for lunch and dinner Tuesday through Friday and dinner only on Saturday. BYOB, the Mayflower Cafe, downtown Jackson, a Mississippi tradition since 1935. Get a bottle of our world-famous comeback dressing and a gift card. The perfect gift every time. Sleep. Worrying about low CD rates? Do I have enough money to retire? Is my principal safe? IRAs. Don't worry, I can help. And you can sleep better too. Call David Cox, direct, 601-594-8977. 601-594-8977. Now. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super top mississippi gerard and rhino in the super talk studios 
We're just getting cranked up here on the program. So what about this report about Nick Saban? You seen this? Oh, yeah. (laughs) He signed on to a letter to Manchin to uh, end the filibuster or pass the Voting Rights Act or whatever it is. Yeah, just to be clear, because there's been some clarification about that. He didn't urge him to end the filibuster. He urged him to support the voting rights. But you got to end the filibuster to do that. So I don't know. That's a little sleight of hand. Apparently they've known each other for forever. That's what I've heard. And, of course, Manchin played college football. I believe was a quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. So for what that's worth. Uh, in the letter, the group, uh, this letter that uh, Coach Nick Saban signed on to, said the principles that help ensure fair and free elections are, quote, now under intentional and unprecedented challenge. You can't vote. Did you know that? You've, if you're a minority and you show up at the polls, there's like armed guards that will escort you off the property. Can't vote. Cannot cast a ballot. You've seen that, hadn't you? Hadn't you, folks? That's what they're telling us. They have yet to present a single person that I'm aware of in these United States that has come forward and said, I simply could not vote. I was told I was banned from voting because of my race. Still waiting to see one person say that. Let me know when you find out about that. Yesterday, Jen Psaki, the chief propagandist for the Biden administration, she said she stands by the president's powerful speech when he compared Republicans to segregationists. He said it wasn't a partisan speech. You know, when he said that anybody who thinks that a voter should have to show their ID to confirm their identity, that they are a valid, qualified voter, eligible to vote, if you are for that, if you support that, well, you're you're for slavery. You're Jefferson Davis. This, this false equivalency, these false comparisons, this hyperbole, I, I think it's a losing strategy. I really do. Well, it wins in the short term, but it always loses in the long term. I mean, you go back to the old adage, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, but if you keep having to grease the same wheel, you're going to eventually replace it. Uh, good point. Agree. Which is why you're, and I, I have I take these polls with a grain of salt, but you're starting to see polls from reputable pollsters that are showing a shift in the majority of voters. And yeah. what I mean by that is you've, you've seen since about the Great Depression polls of Americans and how they stand politically, and Democrats have had a slight edge in number since the Depression. That's right. But you're starting to see that pendulum swing back towards sanity and get away from the loony liberals, and you're starting to see more and more polls showing that it's a slight tick up for Republicans and even surpassing Democrats in some polls. Great point. Gallup. You know who those guys are. Pretty reputable uh, polling organization. Been polling a long time. So just published a report a couple of days ago uh, about what you're saying, Rhino. Said party preferences shifted to favor Republicans at the end of 21. At the beginning of 21, 
You know, it was all bunny rabbits and ice cream, I guess. We got Joe Biden. I watched last night <laughs> the clip of uh, old Don Lamont, as Tucker Carlson calls him, over at CNN. He started crying on the air. He and Cuomo on split screen. Um, they're pals, of course, you know. Of course, Cuomo, <laughs> he ain't there no more. But he starts crying about just overcome with the emotion. This was on election night when it became pretty clear, I guess, that Biden was in. Just historical, unprecedented. It's just such a, a, a radical, positive change, right? Okay, well, at that point, 49% of voters preferred the Democrat Party to 40 uh, in uh, Republicans. And I'm looking at the Gallup line graph here uh, showing time of the last year, the quarters over the past year, 2021. At the end of the 2021 period, the end of Q4, 47% preferred Republicans over 42% for Democrats. So you had a 14-point swing in a short year. 14 points. What happened? i tell you what happened. We've, we've seen inflation the likes of which millennials have not seen in our lifetimes. And that is top of every list. By definition, every poll. there were no millennials around the last time it was that's, this bad. That's a good point. I, I attended an event last night, a uh, local, uh, local investment firm. And the presenter actually made that point that can't remember ever in his career a younger person can't remember ever even talking about inflation as as being a factor in investing or the economy in general. Now it is the factor. It is the number one thing. You saw the markets tank yesterday. I thought we'd see a rebound today, but they're not. The Dow down 12 points right now. The NASDAQ absolutely got killed, down 380-some-odd points at the end of the day. It's, it's now down a little bit today. Uh, and, and you got bond ten year yield up to one point eight percent, and that drives the price of um, of growth stocks down, which is what you typically found on on the Nasdaq. And the, and the theory is, by the way, that all that future profit that is being projected is worth less when the dollar's worth less. So therefore, growth stocks are less attractive. That's kind of how that scenario plays out. But these. I bet he doesn't say anything today. I'm just guessing about inflation. He's going to talk about his great plans for the supply chain situation. Uh, he, he, do, he really can't do much about that. The best thing I think he could do is uh, address the tariffs for lumber that uh, we import, soft lumber, from Canada. That's a big issue. And the other thing is, It'd be a little less determined to just totally eliminate fossil fuels because much of this inflation is driven by the price of oil. Up 85 bucks a barrel yesterday. I'm looking at it now. It's up today to $87. We haven't even seen that play out at the pump yet. And Gas Buddy, which is uh, one of the research firms that tracks the oil and gas industry, and in particular the price of gas to consumers at the pump, they're predicting $100 a barrel by the summer. We ain't seen nothing yet. And who does that hurt the worst? The people that they claim to be advocates for. 
champions for. That's who it hurts. Uh, it, it's just like they're not even paying attention to that. They're more focused on voting rights, the end of democracy. So back to Obama and what I think is going to happen here with Biden. It was in 2010, if you guys remember, the Tea Party got traction in this country, and it was mainly driven by Obamacare. That really brought people out, that, that people feared government takeover of health care and and all the all the stuff they didn't like about uh, that massive law that really did transform health care delivery, health care insurance, uh, the cost of care in this country. And who could forget Obama's famous description after the midterms, we took a shellacking, is what he said. Huge losses for Democrats. But... I maintain that actually salvaged this presidency because it put the rest of his agenda on ice. Couldn't get the rest of it through. I think I don't think that's going to salvage Biden's presidency, but I think it's going to temper it. What is that going to look like if he no longer has majorities in the Congress? What in the world is that going to look like? I mean, historically, the market has liked a gridlock. He Congress. likes gridlock. I totally agree because I've always felt. Uh, faith, confidence, and certainty are what drives investment, uh, hiring, and expansion. Th- that's the best thing for the economy. I, I can just say that as a, as a business person making those decisions. When you have faith, confidence, and certainty, you think about your own life, your own personal situation. Before you make any major purchase, a house, a car, something like that, it's based on your faith, confidence, and certainty in the future. But when you don't have that, you hunker down. You do everything you can to protect. You go on the defense. It's not good for economic prosperity and growth. We need to be on the offense. We need faith, confidence, and certainty in government the hell out of the way. We're going to take a break right here. We'll come back. we got Representative Jansen Owen at 11.05 and Representative Kevin Horan at 12.05. Middays will return. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 70 degrees. Tonight, showers and possible thunderstorms, low around 34. Your Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, high near 42. And for your finally Friday, partly sunny conditions, with highs reaching only to the lower 40s. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. 
Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. At Alliance Ag Risk Management and Southern Ag Services, we work for you. Our agents and consultants were born and raised in the same communities you work, and the agronomic and economic expertise we bring to the farm manages risk and maximizes production with the experiences many of you have shared with us over the last few decades of working together. We're committed to you, and we're thankful to be a part of your business. Let's prepare to pass it on. Alliance Ag Risk Management and Southern Ag Services, the partnership that yields. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price and Will White said, the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi collected over a billion more in revenue than projected last year. Governor Tate Reeves says that's about 60% of what you need to eliminate the state income tax, something he'd like to see done without increasing other taxes. He wants to cap increases in government spending for every year after this year by 1.5%. And the overage every single year thereafter, um, uh, above that 1.5% cap, it goes to the elimination of the income tax. And so uh, I think there's a fiscally responsible way to do it. The Mississippi Freedom Agenda is a series of 12 reforms that Mississippi Center for Public Policy thinks lawmakers could pass to improve and lift up our state. CEO Douglas Carswell. And what I'm really pleased about is all of these 12 reforms which we published, we now see bills in the legislature to try and make each one of these 12 happen. For more details, you can visit mspolicy.org. I'm Kelly Bennett. During the COVID pandemic, Mississippi's nurse practitioners were on the front lines of providing patients with high-quality care. With over 6,000 nurse practitioners practicing in our state, there's no reason we should continue to struggle with access to care. With many in rural areas having no access at all, Mississippi's archaic laws force NPs into unfair contracts just to go to work and do the job they're trained to do. Tell your legislators to support full practice authority as 28 other states have done and end forced government contracting. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of nurse practitioners before the action begins make sure your bets are in every hit this ball is crushed every point Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Hello. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. 
keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Supertalk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Days with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show on Supertalk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. everyone midday super talk mississippi we thank you so much uh, for joining us today so yeah so we're going to see the president speak today i'm going to try to stay awake through it at least i can stay away i hope awake longer than he uh i gotta share this one here this is from a california a which um I don't know if you guys recall, but the California Department of Education was set to vote on an ethnic studies curriculum they wanted to require in California K-12 classrooms and essentially indoctrinating students to this concept of decolonization. Still trying to figure out what in the heck that is exactly. And so... Part of that, I kid you not, including requiring students to chant to the Aztec god of human sacrifice. <laughs> I can't even get it out without laughing. It's so insane. But the curriculum recommends that teachers would lead their students in a series of indigenous songs, chants, and affirmations. I'm not sure I can pronounce this correctly, but that would include in lack ek affirmation, which appeals directly to the Aztec gods. Students would first be required to clap and chant to the god Tsekapitopola. I can't say it. T-E-Z-K-A-T-I-L-I-P-O-K-A. Whom the Aztecs traditionally worshipped with human sacrifice and cannibalism. Asking him for the power to be warriors for social justice. <laughs> and then they also were required, would have been required to chant to Witzlepakatitl, Zippy Totek, seeking healing epistemologies. <laughs> uh, I don't, I didn't say that right. Epistemologies is the way to say that word. And a revolutionary spirit. I mean, it's just this <laughs> this whole laundry list of Aztec gods. Imagine your kid going to school, coming home, and saying, what'd you do today? We chanted to these Aztec gods whose names no way they can say. No way. The chant comes to a climax with a request for liberation, transformation, and decolonization. After which students shout, Ponchi Bay, Ponchi Bay, in pursuit of ultimate critical consciousness. You know, it was Abraham Lincoln 
that I think, I mean, it was almost clairvoyant, but he made the statement that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Profound. Abraham Lincoln. Now, my guess is the schoolrooms in Lincoln's day weren't rife with, with wokeness and social justice chants to Aztec gods, but that just, I think, illustrates how far we've gone and how the left has essentially commandeered the classrooms and education in this country. And I know a lot of folks are watching out for this that are listening in our audience, and they're looking for examples of such in Mississippi's schools, but it's pervasive in societies, not just in the classroom. The good news is you've got these tools that allow you to access virtually everything on the planet, every piece of data and information. The bad news is some of that you might deem inappropriate for certain age groups. And, frankly, some of it's just wrong. It's wrong. Totally wrong. Exactly. Because there are really no filters or standards, and I'm not sure we want them, but it's up to you. That information changes. Good point. I mean, how many people have heard in their lifetime that the uh, the microbes, like the the bacteria and all that stuff, outnumbers your cells in your body something like ten to one? Yeah, that that's just a it's a rule of thumb now in in science class. You learn that. Except it's closer to one to one when you actually study it and break it down and do the math. And when you dig into it, that rule of thumb came from an unsighted source in a paper a long time ago, and it just got accepted as fact. Hmm. So information changes as time goes on. Well, you could make the same, I think, analysis with respect to social distancing and masks, as an example. That that's I, I want to say that this six-foot sort of rule of thumb is uh, came from a hundred years ago, and it was n- really never been studied to any degree to confirm and affirm. Yeah, that absolutely is uh, a valuable measure. There's there's some there's some debate still on that. And my con- my concern with uh, we've been consistent on that. It's not that, of course, science evolves and and knowledge uh, is accumulated, and, and thus adjustments are necessary. And guidance and so forth, Think, talking specifically about the pandemic, the COVID situation. It's just that you never hear all these experts ever come back and, and acknowledge and and just be honest about, hey, we've learned more, and, and this is where we are now. Now we're, we're told cloth masks are worthless, right? I have to be in 95. So I saw that... that the government is going to make N95 masks available for free? That they intend to ship out N95 masks? Because they're, what, only good for a few uses, and then they're contaminated. you got to start over. Yeah, we, we see how well that worked with the COVID tests. Right, exactly. Just buy up all the supply when everybody's trying to buy them so you can give them away for free. And you're going to hear about that today. Well, uh, let's see, somebody on the ceasefire text line said that you're, you're likely to hear today and I, and I tend to agree with this in the in the speech that 
the president, uh, yes, Mose, he said he's going to chastise those who aren't vaccinated. Well, of course. That, I mean, that's just, that's almost become understood and customary in every speech. Get vaccinated. <laughs> he does it. Well, that scowl on his face and that condescending tone. Uh, and you're, you'll be told you're endangering society and you're not a patriot and all that kind of garbage. I just think we're, we got to get past all that and and let people assess their own level of risk and uh, and make their own decisions. That's that's where we stand, and I think we've been consistent on that. But that's what's going to happen. I think today he's going to try to speak. He'll talk about he's going to talk about job creation. I heard Saki. She says that all the time. We created more jobs than any other president's first year. Well, that's like. That's like saying, well, I took a glass of water, and I poured it all out. It was full, and then I filled it back up. Look, I, I filled that glass up. That's what happened. I mean, there there's nothing virtuous, noble, or productive about that. that that's just such a false comparison and a false contrast. Things were pretty good before you got there. It can be were, argued it's more like they poured it out and then whizzed in it and said, hey, look, it's full again. <laughs> Oh, gosh, that's a good one. But you're going to hear that, and people are going to say, wait, I I don't feel like I'm better off. My wages aren't keeping up with inflation. And every time I go to the gas station or I go to the grocery store or whatever I'm buying, it's it's, uh, out of control. I'm noticing these price increases. He won't say a word about that. Now, he may blame the private sector. It's profiteering. They're making a profit. You can't do that which is just going to confirm their obsession, their adulation for central planning socialism. CNN ran an article yesterday about the prospect of bringing bringing back wage and price controls, something Nixon actually did, which was a disaster. Just more intervention and control of the market. The market is the only true, fair arbiter of wages and pricing, period. I think the funniest example of the government trying to do something to impact the market and the market going, no, was right smack dab in the middle of World War II when the government said, you know what? No more sliced bread. It's taking up too much paper. Within three months, sliced bread was legal again. (laughs) I do remember that. That's good. Uh, I think it's a good comparison. Uh, You're going to hear that today. I don't think there's any doubt, but the main thing is you're going to just see massive finger pointing. What what did the uh, Democrat strategist say? Bad followers. <laughs> you bad followers. <laughs> you're the problem. Devo bumping us out of this segment. Uh, put your planner on your head, right? That, that's what you got to do to be Devo. Crack that whip. We'll come back. With another segment in the first hour after the break, uh, at the top of the hour, we've got Representative Jansen Owen. And then at 12.05, Representative Kevin Horan will dig into all the stuff going on down there at the state capitol. Stay with us.
Ace Bolt and Screw would like to thank you for making the choice to buy your hardware, tools, and fasteners locally. Ace Bolt and Screw has everything you need for every project. Whether you're a do-it-yourselfer looking for the right tool for a home improvement project, an experienced contractor looking for hardware, or a major industrial operation looking to streamline your fastener orders, Ace Bolt and Screw would like to wish you a happy, healthy, and prosperous New Year. Visit acebolt.net or in person in Jackson or Gluckstadt. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for the Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM-certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton was up 198 to 12306. May cotton was up 195 to 11966. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade March soybeans were up 21 and three quarters to 1383 per bushel. May soybeans were up 21 and a half to 1392 and a half per bushel. March corn was up seven and a half to 607 per bushel. May corn was up seven and three quarters to 607 and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, April live cattle is up 145 to 143.30. June live cattle is up 135 to 138.42. March feeders up 110 to 166.52. April feeders up 85 to 170.42. And at the open, the Dow Jones down 81 points, 35,287. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. I'm a cotton farmer. I'm BASF. I'm made of grit, passion, and hands that never stop working. I'm made of agronomics, innovation, and hands that never stop helping. I, I believe, believe cotton, cotton isn't, isn't a crop. crop. It's a calling. I'm made to grow it. Protect it. I know this is important to my family. Every family. That's why I work harder. Innovate better. To make my cotton as good as it can be. As protected as it can be. I'm a cotton farmer. I'm BASF. We, we create, create chemistry. chemistry. 
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Great song there on One Hit Wonder Wednesday. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk Studios. Lots of text rolling in. Our good friend Kevin from Baldwin says, I guess I got dementia. If you don't give a speech at night, that means you got dementia. Your health is declining. It It's just another case, Kevin, where I feel like you've twisted and perverted and distorted and manipulated and contorted what we actually said. We simply made the observation that this president is not given a primetime speech. And that I, I made it very clear, I'm not an expert on these cognitive diseases. I simply shared what friends of mine anecdotally, who have had to deal with this in their families, what they shared. That's it. I even went so far as to say just a general health question. How many 80-year-olds do you know that go to bed when the sun goes down? Agree. Uh, So perhaps, Kevin, you could explain to us why does he not give a speech at night during prime time, which has been customary for presidents? so that more people could tune in. I don't know if they would, but they'd at least have a better opportunity. People got to work. I know that's kind of a foreign concept to the left. They have... Uh, I even would, with their willingness for theatrics, with the fake White House and the, the windows that are TVs, or their willingness to pre-record and then play it back and say it's live, why haven't they even tried to do that? Right. Record it before he goes to bed and play it when he's fast asleep. Agreed. Haven't even tried. And if I'm not mistaken, is this maybe the fourth true press conference he's held? What is considered a press conference? In front of the press, press asks questions. I want to say it's third or fourth. It's not many. I know it's less than ten, but I want to say the number is like eight or nine. Okay. Well... We'll look that up to make sure, but I, I, I don't know why the number four sits in my head. Hey, let's put it this way. It's far less than, than what is traditional, what is typical. And it's, it's a concern. I, who, is, who could defend that? Who could defend the fact that every time he does deliver an address, whenever there is press present, he walks away from the podium. 
He even says it. I got to go. I'm running late here. <laughs> Whatever. Like I'm going to get in trouble if I take questions. Get in trouble, right? Who? How can you defend that? That's that's not consistent with transparent government. Ah, and we have the answer. Kevin uh, has blinders on. Okay. Because he doesn't want to, maybe. Trump didn't give him at all, but y'all are okay with that. No, Trump just talked to the press every single time he got on any form of transportation. Every time he got in front of Marine One at uh, at the White House there en route to get on Air Force One, he would stop and he would spend so much time. You could see his handlers. We got to go, Mr. President. We got to go. We got to go. But he wanted to answer every question and address it. You may not like what he said, and sometimes, honestly, I thought some of his comments were a little abrasive, but he never shied away from it. Uh, this is the polar opposite in this president. He, he never accepts it. He never engages. It's a concern. Just simple as that. Oh, gosh. Ed from Aberdeen says, Everything you say about the crap within the classroom and the Aztec teachings are BS from the left, but we, the conservatives, are to blame. We have sat on our hands and allowed this to happen. I I think there's some truth to that, Kevin, but uh, I'm sorry, Ed, pardon me. Uh, But I I will say that I think folks are, are waking up to that, and they're speaking up and they're making changes. Look no further than what just happened in Virginia. I mean, who would have ever thought that... Virginia, which has been a blue state for a long time, would elect a uh, fairly conservative individual in Glenn Youngkin, who immediately enacts orders, executive orders from the governor's chair. I mean, within less than 24 hours of being inaugurated to address all that stuff. I hear you, though, Ed. I, I think to a great extent we just haven't known. I think it's been happening without our knowledge, but it's it's being exposed, and I think it really got exposed. That got amped up during the pandemic with kids at home on their Zoom uh, remote learning sessions, and parents were seeing the stuff on their screens and scratching their heads. What in the world is going on? we got to stay vigilant, though. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right uh, on that, Ed. Will there be a State of the Union address this year, says David in Oak Grove? There wasn't one last year. I don't know, David. This would be the first year, I believe, for that. I don't know that we're going to get one. I mean, it's not traditional in a president's first year. It happens, but it's not traditional. And not required, but it's customary. We'll take a break. We've got Representative Jansen Owen next. Stay with us. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden at 4 p.m. Eastern holds a news conference marking the last day of the first year of his administration. In the last 365 days, this kind of press conference has only happened nine times. Six with just Biden, three side by side with other world leaders. He does take a lot of questions over the course of a month, but rarely with a chance for follow-ups. Fox's Peter Ducey. The White House announces the nationwide distribution of 400 million high-quality free N95 face masks for coronavirus protection starting next week. They'll be in pharmacies and community health centers. 
There's a manhunt for a murder suspect in Los Angeles. 911 calls have poured in across L.A. County with possible sightings of 31-year-old Sean Smith, the prime suspect in the murder of 24-year-old Brianna Kufer, who was stabbed to death at an L.A. furniture store where she worked. Fox's Jeff Finasso. America's listening to Fox News. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. New Chevrolets, great pre-owned vehicles, an excellent fleet department, all backed by an award-winning service department. That's Rogers Dab Chevrolet, Crossgates Brandon, or RogersDabs.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. President Biden is expected to announce today that the feds will start sending out 400 million N95 masks to distribution sites starting this week. Fox's Jill Nato has the details. Those masks will come from the Federal Strategic National Stockpile and get doled out through pharmacies and other community sites. The move comes days after the CDC updated its guidance urging Americans to use N95 or KN95 masks rather than loosely woven cloth masks masks. Aldi is planning to put a grocery store on the Mississippi coast. They're waiting for a distribution center in Mobile to be finished before they set an opening date, but a building permit for a $4 million worth of construction has been issued for the chain in Ocean Springs. A sister store is expected to open in Picayune this year. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Dear Mississippi, it's our great honor to serve as your physicians. It's from that sense of service that we ask that you help protect all Mississippians and our loved ones by getting vaccinated. Vaccines are safe and reliable and even effective against the Delta variant. Getting vaccinated helps protect our children, supports our health care workers in their efforts, and helps save lives. We understand that you may have questions. Please reach out to your primary care physician for answers. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work. Or in some cases, no work at all. Costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Governor Tate Reeves is encouraged by recent changes to medical marijuana legislation. He told us he believes lawmakers are moving toward making this a true medical marijuana program. On the one hand, there are those who want to argue that this is truly a medical marijuana program and this is just for those patients who need it. While on the other hand, they say, uh, but we're going to tax it even though we don't tax any other medicine 
um, in in the state of Mississippi. And so there's there's quite a bit of irony there. He believes the money the program generates will help with his goal of eliminating the state income tax. I mm-hmm. think it could be upwards of nine figures, maybe a hundred million dollars a year. Um, whatever money is generated, in my in my view, should go into the state general fund and should be uh, usable uh, to help offset any losses if that's something that w- that is wanted to be done, um, so that we can ultimately eliminate the income tax. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. All summer and fall, you've heard our Food Fridays presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling, but that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's Polk's. Why? You know why. Because picky people pick Polk's. to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super top mississippi gerard and rhino in the studio on this hump day joining us now representative jansen owen he is in the mississippi house of representatives of course represents district 106 that's lamar and pearl river county good morning representative owen thanks for coming in today good morning thanks for having me so I got to share this before we get into one of my friends on the break text and said, I'm buying our next lunch. If you can work, go forward, move ahead into the conversation before the show's in that, of course, <laughs> the uh, iconic lyrics from the Devo song. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, we're going to try that. i got to think about how to make that work, but uh, appreciate that. All right, Representative Owen, you guys have been uh, down there at the Capitol cooking up lots of legislation thus far. How's it been going, you think? We have. It's been a, a – I mean, on our end of the Capitol, at least, it's been a really productive week and a half since we started. So I'm I'm, I'm happy to see the work we're doing down there. Uh, i got to tell you, I'm, I'm uh, a little surprised, but I would say in, in a positive way that – uh, many of these critical and high-profile issues have already uh, gotten onto the floor in the chambers, right. uh, received votes. So nothing has been enacted yet, but we got medical marijuana over there in the Senate. You got tax reform in the House. You got two bills for teacher pay raises. All, All right. three of those were, I think, high-profile matters uh, expected to be in this session, and uh, and so 
very active. Yeah, it was. I mean, there's a lot of people walking around the Capitol whip, with whiplash this week. I mean, I've, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it move that fast since I've been there, but I've only been there for, for two years now. So yeah. the, the tax plan, the teacher pay raises, the marijuana in the Senate, those are uh, you know the issues that people want us to take on. And, and I was happy to see leadership and the other members tackle them um, first thing. Yeah, so now, of course, the deal is the medical marijuana bill is going over to the House, or it's there now, I believe. It's my understanding. Yes, yeah. sir. We and got we got it. the tax reform going over to the Senate. It, so we're just kind of swapping here, swapping around. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I, I, I just printed the marijuana bill from the Senate yesterday. It's sitting on my desk. Okay, I haven't read it yet. Um, haven't had time, but hopefully I'll get to that this afternoon. But yeah. it's, it's about this thick, yeah. and it's uh, printed fr- front and back. So of course, a lot of that, uh, and and of course, for those of you not watching, right. uh, Representative uh, Owen just uh, used his hands to gesture about three inches in thickness right. for this bill. <laughs> Uh, but a lot of that is inclusion, of course, and carry forward, bring forward other statutes, existing right. statutes, right. which is is uh, uh, the process by right. which our our bills are drafted. Uh, that's the standard there. So we'll see what happens. But uh, we just heard the governor on our air and in his interview, I believe yesterday, he was on with uh, Paul Gallo, and it sounds like he's uh, feeling better about mm-hmm. the uh, medical marijuana bill, but still has some. Some concerns, some issues, and specifically, I think he he made the point that if if this truly is for medicinal purposes, we don't we don't uh, presently tax prescriptions at the state of Mississippi. Why would we tax this? Of course, this is not this is not obtained via a prescription. Uh, right. There is one distinction there. It is for clinical purposes. So. Sounds like he still has some heartburn over that. Yeah, I mean, and I, yeah, I agree with the governor on that when it comes to the taxes. I hate that we're taxing. Um, I hate the excise tax that we're, we're putting on it. Um, I, I don't like that we're we're taxing it, specific, uh, particularly for the people who are, you know, in the end of life that yeah. are wanting to use it. We don't tax medication for those people for a reason. Um, so I, I share those concerns. I have a, a couple of other concerns with the earlier drafts of the bill. Um, I think it, the people want a medical marijuana program. Um, I want to make sure that we're giving them what they have asked for, which is a, a truly medical program. Mm-hmm. I'll just involve both both um, chambers reading it, passing it, putting amendments on it or whatnot. I'm not sure what the the final product will be. I know they'll get a um, I know they'll get a program this session though. Yeah, Se- seems like it. Seems like we're headed that way. What the governor will do is. Uh uh, I, I really we can't speak for him, of course, and, and even attempting to handicap what his action will be, I think is speculative at best at this point. So we'll we'll see where that lands. All right, so let's turn our attention to something that uh, you're working on, and that is a bill that would reform uh, the state's home-based business laws. Right. Tell us about that. So right now, you know, with the with COVID, a lot of people went home to work, yeah, you know, and a lot of people started new businesses. And you know, most startups actually start in the home. Yep. Um, when when I was in law school, um, my wife helped put us put us through law school by running an online clothing boutique hmm. out of her house. But there are local rules and ordinances that some cities um, in the state have passed that, that limits that ability for us to work and for the people to work from their home and um, exercise their profession from within their home. Like um, there's one city that says, you know, you can't have more than 20 percent of your house taken up with your business. You know, hmm. that's my house. I want to make money from my home. I don't believe the hmm. government should step in and, and place those unfair limitations. When my wife had her clothing boutique, I promise you – 
way more than 20% of my house was taken up with women's clothing. <laughs> it was everywhere. Sure. Um, and then there's there's even some that says you can't do retail sales from the home. So my mother used to do, you know, the, the Mary Kay parties. Sure. You know? so, so those, in, in some towns, it's actually illegal for you to have a Mary Kay party at your house and sell Mary Kay makeup from your home hmm. because it restricts retail sales altogether. So this bill is aimed at making sure that these local um, these local entities can't disrupt, you know, home based opportunity. Yeah. If you want to if you want to start a, a business in your home, as long as it, of course you know the noise ordinances and all of that stuff, you know, would come into play. But they're not going to outright restrict you from from being able to exercise the freedom of making money from your house. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're addressing that. I that just I don't think that's a place for for government. I don't I don't even really understand the rationale for why we have those laws. Was that did that had to do with some revenue generating function, I'm sure. I'm sure it has to do with revenue generating and I mean and it goes back to to the city's wanting to, you know, to control the the traffic in an area, you know, maybe the foot traffic, but there are ways you can do that without out, outright restricting yeah. the exercise of your business. Yeah, I, I would agree. Well, good. So, all right, what what else is on your radar for the session you're you're tackling? Well, we you know we just tackled the teacher pay plan. I hope to see that pass. Um, that, that was a lot of hard work by um, Representative McCarty and, and Chairman Bennett, and um, I think that we can. I think we can get that through in some form. I think it's going to be substantial. I'm excited about that. I have a um, a vaccine mandate um, bill that I'm I'm pushing. Um, basically, it says that it's, you know, regardless of what the federal government requirement is, we're not going to mandate the the COVID-19 vaccine in K through 12 public schools. Hmm. Um, the trend continues with the Biden administration of these executive orders, often tied to federal spending. Um, requiring, you know, the imposition of, of mandates. Now, I'm, I'm someone who has taken the vaccine, and I encourage my constituents to take the vaccine because I believe it works. Yeah. But that's a decision I made for my personal self. It's a decision I made for my family because I thought it was the best thing. There are other considerations that other people want to consider, and I think they have the freedom and they should have the right to make that choice for themselves. Specifically in K-12, through that's what this you're... This is just K-12. through okay. We would not enforce it if there's a mandate for K-12 through public schools. Just out of curiosity, are you aware of any school districts now that are presently doing that, mandating vaccines? There is, there's not that I know of. No school district is mandating <laughs> vaccines. Um, but this is kind of a preemptive, you know, the, the Biden yeah. administration started with one executive order and then slowly has rolled out more and more and more requirements. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's been some talk um, about them considering tying it to education funding. You know, I've heard we, that. we have a yeah. lot of federal federal education money flowing through the state um, as a way to to increase the number of vaccinated individuals. So this is kind of a preemptive move to make sure that if that is to occur, to occur, we're not going to be um, we're not going to contribute to that. Gotcha. Interesting. Uh, all right. So let's talk about uh, tax reform. Love it. Yeah, uh, we had we passed a bill um, last week. It, it's an improvement from last session's um, bill. I think the people want to see the income tax eliminated. Um, Chairman uh, Trades Bill, I believe, is 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 doing a great is doing a, a great job at doing that. We're Trey raising, Lamar, Trey Lamar. Hmm. We're raising the uh, the sales tax to just eight and a half percent, which mm-hmm. is a reduction from last year's bill. We're cutting your grocery tax down to four percent. And we're cutting um, your car tax by 50%. Yeah, originally 35%. And then I think the LBO came out with uh, some more optimistic uh, projections. And uh, 
amended that down to or improved the legislation i should say improved down the legislation yeah, yeah. down to 50 percent on car tags which uh that that seems to be a major squawk higher across the state it's, from mississippians a lot of a lot of awesome feedback on that you know that goes towards you know there's some criticism that says because we're eliminating the income tax and raising the consumption tax that we're placing a heavier burden on the poor and the retired yeah i believe that cutting the grocery tax of four percent and slicing those car tags yeah is going to be, contribute to making sure that everyone in the state gets a net decrease in their tax burden. I agree. Sounds like good stuff. Well, we appreciate you coming in today. Really do. Well, I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Representative Jansen Owen has been our guest here on Midday. Stay with us. We'll be right back. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Join us at the fabulous Mayflower Cafe in downtown Jackson for lunch daily. Specials include Wednesday pot roast, Thursday chicken and dumplings, and everyday grilled catfish. The Mayflower serves the freshest seafood for lunch and dinner, Tuesday through Friday, and dinner only on Saturday. BYOB, the Mayflower Cafe, downtown Jackson, a Mississippi tradition since 1935. Get a bottle of our world-famous comeback dressing and a gift card. The perfect gift every time. Sleep. Worrying about low CD rates? Do I have enough money to retire? Is my principal safe? IRAs. Don't worry, I can help. And you can sleep better too. Call David Cox, direct, 601-594-8977. 601-594-8977. Now. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. 
Demand the best for your truck. Linex Spray-On Bedliners give the only nationwide lifetime warranty. Linex of Jackson is your source for all of your truck accessory needs. From lift kits, wheels, tires, bed covers, hitches, you name it, we do it. Want leather installed in your car or truck? We even give a lifetime warranty on our leather. Linex of Jackson has been your source for spray-in bedliner and truck accessories for over 20 years. Come see us on Highway 80 between Airport and Crossgates. Linex of Jackson, 601-664-0030. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Back everyone, midday Super Talk Mississippi. That is Kenny Loggins and Steve Perry. Don't fight it. That'll get you fired up now. <laughs> it's a great driving song. It's one of those. You got to watch it though, because <laughs> you'll have your foot on the accelerator <laughs> getting on up there. All right, so I'm trying to figure out again about the number of press conferences and just looking through all the various stories that are talking about the one scheduled for today. And by the way, it's 4 o'clock Eastern time is what I'm looking at when it's scheduled. The Washington Post says this will be only his second on U.S. soil. That's what the Post says. And sixth overall according to historians who track interactions between presidents and the press. Now, uh, another story says he's had nine formal news conferences during his first year. But, for what it's worth, Trump had 22 and Barack Obama 27 at the same point. Huh. Interesting. So, we shall see... For sure, but 4 o'clock today, it's going to be... So, of course, uh, (laughs) you know, these guys have access, these guys being presidents. They have access to very crafty and skilled writers, of course. Right? Maybe the best on the planet. And you're you're iffy on that. That's debatable. It it depends on the president. I would argue it depends on the president. I would just say that it's another example of the uh, the private sector pays more than the government, so you're probably going to have better talent in the private sector writing for movies or okay. TV shows or something. Okay. Well, speech, speech writing specifically. And, and it's also, I think, it's my understanding that often Madison Avenue, the, the heart of the advertising industry in this country, and the creativity therein, they often will contribute gratis to Democrat presidents in particular, and they come up with language and and uh, and they do all this testing, as you know, and what 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 sort of um, jargon and vernacular is effective. 
So, uh, for example, uh, the links they go to with political testing and and groups and all that kind of it's mind boggling. It absolutely is. How much money is wasted to figure out what color tie is <laughs> ideal true. for a candidate? That is true. Should he shine his shoes or not? <laughs> I Should saw he have cuffed pants or not. <laughs> But you know what happens is once something is established, is this is the way you got to communicate it, it just spreads like wildfire throughout, in particular, the, the left-wing media circle. So an example is on January 6th. I saw a montage a couple of days ago that showed all the various left-wing media outlets, and, and uh, the, the way they described it is a dark day. Dark day. Everybody said, dark day, dark day. <laughs> so now the word we're expecting to hear today, the rumor is, reset. He's going to reset the presidency today. That just kind of harkens me to a word we've had fun with here on the show, reimagine. We're going to reimagine the presidency today. And you know... So we're going to unplug the president and right, him back in? Right. <laughs> Wait 10 seconds before we hit the power button. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's going to help. So you do recall, though, during the campaign, what we heard is that Joe Biden was going to he was going to engage in this great reset with the media. They got so mad. Well, the media got mad that Trump called out the media. And they're uh, honestly their illegitimacy because they they're more concerned about rushing to conclusions that suit their narrative and their ideology and getting that out there more so than they are reporting facts objectively as journalists. I mean, just look at what the AP's doing on social media with regards to the Texas synagogue suspect. It's unbelievable. They come out with a report from the FBI saying they didn't know any of the motives for why he did it, so they can't, they can't say it's domestic terrorism. And within 48 hours, the FBI comes out and goes, you know what? It was domestic terrorism. So instead of the AP just reporting on the facts, they go back and delete everything that the FBI had said wrong and put it out and it's like, oh, no, no, this is what they said. Yeah, right. There's there's no fact-checking on the AP on this. We have, of course, gotten to a point where... Why is the AP running as a PR firm for the FBI? It's insane. We, We are so so sensitive and so concerned about describing things that might be considered offensive. We're, we're just, it's, it's like we, we run the country based on, oh, will that be offensive or not? It's the truth. And so it bears repeating, you don't have the right in this country not to be offended. You have the right to offend. That's what makes it great. That's what distinguishes it from virtually every other country. It's even worse when the people that get offended could be knocked down by a feather. True. Doesn't take much, does it? They just, yeah, tuck tuck and run and hide, and we got to have safe spaces and all this stuff. We're just, we're, we're pansifying, if that's a word. That's what I'm going to call it. It's the pansification of America, there might be some folks that have a different word in mind uh, that we will not and cannot say here on the air, but it's true. It just seems like... I'm still waiting on the mouse to get upset for me calling it Disneyfication. <laughs> well, anyhow, he's going to be talking today. 
And uh, we'll be tuning in to all that. Speaking of offending, what about this guy that is a part owner of the California Warriors NBA basketball team? He, I mean, he just said something that's incredible. You guys are probably aware of the uh, enslavement of Muslims in China. But the NBA is so woke, so beholden because it's a cash cow for them. But here's what this, if you got it, Rhino, here's what this fool says. Nobody cares about about what's happening to the Uyghurs, okay? You you bring it up because you really care, and I think that's nice that you care. The rest of us don't care. I'm just well, telling you a very care? hard. Wait, I'm you're telling saying you personally don't care. I'm telling you a very hard, ugly truth. Okay, of all the things that I care about, yes, it is below my line. Okay, oh, of all the things that I care about, it is below my line. Rana, would you attempt to pronounce that individual's name? Uh, that would be Kamath Palhi Palihapitiya. Okay, so I think he's the chairman of Virgin Galactic. He's an owner of the Golden State Warriors. He's, CEO yeah, he's an equity of social owner. capital. So he's a a brown person. Is that fair to say? He's, I think, Middle Eastern or something to that effect. He's of Indian descent. Okay, Indian descent. All right. Well, that's considered brown, is it not? I, I don't know. I, we're so obsessed with all that crap. Honestly, I can't keep up with it, the way we sort of parse everything out and categorize everything. Anyhow, here's what I'd say. Had a white male in... A red state, in particular one, particular one that um, just passed enacted voting rights legislation, such as Texas and Georgia, made that same statement. You can better believe they wouldn't be playing basketball in that state tonight. That's the double standard that drives people crazy. So because I think he's a minority, because he's in woke California... Give him a pass. But if a different person, as I described, with a different profile in a state, uh, just all hell would break loose. What happened to Major League Baseball? I mean, they up and moved the All-Star game over voting rights legislation enacted in Georgia. But this guy basically says, I don't care about slavery? Because that's what's happening with the Uyghurs in China. Where's the effort from the NBA, from corporate America, to stop this nonsense in China? You talk about a violation of human rights. But when the UN gets together, they'll denounce the USA because we make people show an ID to vote. Now, it's okay to enslave a, a particular ethnicity in China. All that's they don't fine. even deny the fact that they've grouped all of that population into one place. They're just calling it re-education camps. Oh, it's so sickening. This double standard, it's it's got to stop. You cannot have a functioning, prosperous, vibrant country when you have these double standards in place like that. It's got to go. We're calling them out here. Middays will take a break. Right here, we got a lot more talk. We got 30 minutes left in this hour, and then Representative Kevin Haran coming on at 12:05. Stay with us.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 70 degrees. Tonight, showers and possible thunderstorms, low around 34. Your Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, high near 42. And for your finally Friday, partly sunny conditions, with highs reaching only to the lower 40s. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Mazda of Jackson is welcoming in 2022 with amazing deals to you during our New Year's celebration. It's our resolution to continue our mission to give you the most savings possible every single day. That's right. We're here to get you the best deal possible on every new Mazda in stock. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right. 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 200 50,000 mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team works hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new one from us. Get to Mazda of Jackson today for our New Year's celebration where we give you the most savings possible every single day. Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 5397 I-55 Furniture Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Near historic low rates may be a great reason to refinance, but when matched with an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot, you could be saving money and paying more towards the bottom line. Call a Loan Depot loan officer and ask about our 27-year smart-term loan or our 10-year arm loan. Get a great rate matched with a great loan by calling 866-888-LOAN or visit LoanDepot.com. At Loan Depot, home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. President Biden is expected to announce today that the feds will start sending out 400 million N95 masks to distribution sites starting this week. Fox's Jill Nato has the details. Those masks will come from the Federal Strategic National Stockpile and get doled out through pharmacies and other community sites. The move comes days after the CDC updated its guidance urging Americans to use N95 or KN95 masks rather than loosely woven cloth masks. Aldi is planning to put a grocery store on the Mississippi coast. They're waiting for a distribution center in Mobile to be finished before they set an opening date, but a building permit for a $4 million worth of construction has been issued for the chain in Ocean Springs. A sister store is expected to open in Picayune this year. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. This is Jake Mangum. Not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super talk mississippi amy stewart from the disco era that had to be about 78 something like that when she made that let me tell you that song in my college days when that was popular it would sure enough give some subwoofers a workout <laughs> a lot of fun there appreciate that uh, rhino lots of text on the ceasefire text line that would be 601-879-4395 uh, they don't want people to see him talking about Joe Biden. That way, most people see the clips on the news that they want you to see. Ah, yes, for that great reset of the press. Transparency. Donald Trump, he manipulated the press, right? He wasn't transparent. <laughs> he was too transparent because everything he said, they would twist and turn, distort, manipulate, pervert. It's just incredible. Kind of like Kevin does to us. <laughs> it's almost like it's the Democrat playbook. <laughs> oh, gosh. President could have sundowners. Jerry in Batesville says all of his followers don't work during the day so they can watch him anytime. Unbelievable. Terry, what about Aunt Pelosi using KN95 masks made in China for Congress instead of American-made? That's Terry in Bogachetta. By the way, the, I think the president, the federal government's about to ship out, if I'm not mistaken here, Rhino, 400 million K95 masks? Is that the figure? Something like that, yeah. 
Yeah, four, I'm looking at it now. 400 million free K95 uh, masks. I think they're going to be available in pharmacies and community health centers. That just looks to me like we got to do something. See, we gave everybody masks. I, I, I'm not convinced any of that's doing anything. Honestly, I put me down in the not sure camp. I, I don't really understand the whole deal as far as where we are now with respect to vaccinations. What we've clearly learned, even though we were told. If you're vaccinated, I'm fully vaccinated, boosting stuff. We're told, first, you can't get it, or a high probability, greater than, what, 95%, I think. Now we know that Omicron is seems to be having its way in terms of breaking through. But it is true that folks aren't getting serious disease, for the most part, that are vaccinated. I think that's true, and so that's that's value. But spreading, that's why I don't understand vaccine mandates. If a vaccinated person can spread, can shed, and infect others, then what's the purpose of that? I'm struggling with that. If you're saying we got to keep the workplace safe and only have vaccinated people, well, vaccinated people can infect other vaccinated people. So what does that do? Just let the unvaccinated make their own decision. That's where we should be. That's where we are. I think we're sort of past at that point with all the knowledge we now have about this. It just seems like that it doesn't really add, it doesn't correspond with the science. We're not following the science. Jeez. We're going to hear a lot about that today, I think, is what uh, we can expect. If you stayed up to speak, <laughs> the rest of America would go to bed early on the ceasefire text line. I'm just questioning why doesn't he ever come on in primetime? Now, in fairness, he did debate at primetime. Didn't really have a choice on that. I just think that he could eliminate any speculation. And that's all we're doing here, speculating, by scheduling a primetime presser. That'd be fantastic. I'd love to see the press ask some hard questions. That is their job of the president and him respond. I, I think that's a reasonable expectation from American citizens. Oh, Ed from Aberdeen reports, uh, sad day, Ron Franklin, college football announcer, passed away yesterday. He was a Mississippi native and Ole Miss grad. He and Mike Godfrey were great together and one of my favorites. Thanks, Ed, for informing us of that. He was. He was awesome. Gosh, uh, kind of long for him and... Keith Jackson and Frank Broyles, and that was always fun. You only got one game a week back in those days when they would broadcast the college game of the week. And Keith Jackson, the blood is boiling in Birmingham. That's what Keith Jackson used to say. Frank Broyles, the AD at the University of Arkansas. They were a fantastic pair. Anyhow, sorry to hear about that. Appreciate you passing on there. Uh, Ed, thanks for that. Don't eat a big lunch today. you got to save room for that word salad at 3 this afternoon, Scott in Rankin County says. I wonder which reporters he will call on, Bill and Brandon. you got to believe that's all, unfortunately, orchestrated. I hope not. Seems like that any time, the couple of times he did those sort of town hall deals, 
uh, during the campaign. It was all... Because you could tell he'd look at his list. Let me see here. Who am I supposed to call on next? He actually said that a few times, you know, while he was at the podium. That's just not the way it's supposed to, to be. Gerard, if you were the man in the big chair, what would you do to bring the parties together, long-time listener? I appreciate that question. I, I'd have to think about it, but I, I can tell you what I wouldn't do to start with is I, I would stop demonizing the people who disagree with me. It, it, we've gotten to a point where political fame is more important and seems to be the approach as opposed to humility and integrity and transparency, truthfulness. I certainly and, and look, I apply this to Donald Trump as well. He you know, he had a habit and I think it was one of the things he was regularly maligned for. He had a habit of of really blasting and, and calling out those who opposed him, and it's easy to do. It's a natural human reaction when you sense that someone else is is your enemy, your political enemy, and seeks to do nothing but tear you down. I kind of like the way Ron DeSantis handles it, and I'm not I'm not standing up here promoting Ron DeSantis for president, but he he got called out a couple of weeks ago for. I don't know, having some sort of investment in something, and they were trying to, that some reporter was trying to suggest that this policy he was making was based on that. And he called him out and he said, just go look at my disclosures. You know, I'm happy to share any of that. You're just, you're not telling the truth about that. He didn't just blast them and criticize them and demean them and deride them. He just said, you're not being honest. And and so I would start with that uh, to the listener. I would start with. Stop and discontinuing this nonsense. You can't, on the one hand, run for president and say, I'm for all the people, and I'm going to unite. And then your first year, you've been obsessed with calling out people that disagree with you. It's the unvaccinated. It's people who oppose voting rights. You're segregationists. You're Jim Crow. You're Bull Connor. You're Jefferson Davis. I mean, I reported that the, the day he made that speech. I came in here, and I think I said, I, I need to double up on my blood pressure medicine after watching that. It's just totally inappropriate. What happened to the art of persuasion? You know, when you look at young folks in our country that are impressionable, of course, they pay attention. They have Many have not kind of solidified their positions. They're still searching. They should be. You should question. should be inquisitive. That's what develops and rounds a person, makes them more productive, balances their lives. But I feel like that those of us on the right haven't done a good enough job of persuading them to our, our positions. And, and, and if you do that, you, you've got to bring some support for that and some examples and, and uh, something that substantiates those positions, makes them believable. We just we don't do that. We even our our leaders in Washington, we don't seem to really cut through the to the objective truth and so much of what gets discussed. And therefore we we we're tending to lose uh young folks because they're only getting one side of the story and when we have a chance, I don't feel like we do as good job we're, we're not good at selling freedom and liberty. I'm, and I, 
not saying that I don't obviously support those concepts, those precepts. Of course I do. But I think we got to do a better job of selling that and explaining uh, what what good things and what positives and the outcomes that come from that. But, gosh, this constant bashing and demonizing everybody that uh, you disagree with, and rather than persuading, we almost wage war on them and say, I'm just going to bulldoze you and minimize you and and uh, take, just take you out of the equation rather than trying to normalize and find balance. We just don't do that anymore. Go to our corners and point fingers and hate the other side. Not a good strategy to unite, to come together. We'll take a break, right? Walgreens offer co-pays as low as $0 and 90-day refills because we care about Medicare, so you don't have to. I mean, do you really care to hear me go on about same-day prescription delivery making your life easier? Or how there's a pharmacy expert available 24-7 and one-click refills? Well, I just did anyways. Fill your Medicare prescriptions with Walgreens and save. $0 co-pays apply to Tier 1 generic drugs and select plans with Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. Restrictions apply. See walgreens.com slash Medicare for complete details. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Sleep. Worrying about low CD rates? Do I have enough money to retire? Is my principal safe? IRAs. Don't worry, I can help. And you can sleep better too. Call David Cox, direct, 601-594-8977. 601-594-8977. Now. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Daniel Walstein of BASF is talking about weed control strategy. The research has shown once you get to four-inch tall weeds, you start seeing significant yield loss. So we want to get in there before that. Number one, it's easier to control those smaller weeds. Number two, get in there before you have yield loss. Protect your investment. And so, you know, we've got tools like Ingenia and Liberty for post applications. You know, what we've seen is that if you get a good foundational pre, come back with the post, put a residual in with a post, it's a two-and-done program. It's simple. It's very effective. And you don't have to chase after weeds with three or four applications, wasting that extra money, wasting time you don't have. And so I think that's kind of the take-home message we have. Use a two-and-done program. Start with a good pre, get your post on, make sure you get the residual in. So for us... 
This is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton. Featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Come on, let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super talk mississippi gerard and rhino in the super talk studios don't forget representative kevin haran in the studio at 1205 so ring my bell a neat award that we played in the last there's a connection there to malico records in jackson mississippi was not far from uh, my childhood home there the studio used to be on uh, Northside drive not far from the old uh Mississippi Power and Light Power Plant there on Heiko, Lake Heiko is where it was over there. There's there's a connection. Can't remember exactly what it was, but they may own the master to it. Maybe. Yeah, I want to say they owned the master to that, but I don't remember exactly how they got their hands on it. I think they provided studio musicians uh, for the cut, if I'm not mistaken. That's, that just kind of sticks in my head. But anyhow, there's a connection there to Mississippi. That was a, that was a pretty popular disco Cut from 1979. Appreciate that, Rhino. The two governments' uh, parties coming together as a pipe dream. It will never happen, Stanley and Lafayette. I hear you, Stanley, and, I, and I'm certainly not suggesting that it is not a significant challenge. I was just responding to the question, what would you do in an effort to try to uh, unite the parties somewhat? It, it does appear that um, our, I guess our philosophies have drifted further apart. I think most people in the country are, would describe themselves as kind of moderate uh, and not really um, – so you've got the factions that are far on the right, far on the left, and you, then you got that squishy middle, I guess. But I, I, I really was just commenting more on what uh, is not the way. I used to say <laughs> – you know, when, when I was in my early days of business and dealing with a lot of businesses, helping them set up in those days accounting systems and 
operational systems and the like, and you know, trying to learn maybe uh, how that could help me in, in operating and growing our business. And often I would think, you know, what I'm learning here is how not to do it. I would see things that weren't working right, and that's as important as learning how to do it. Uh, but not saying you don't come across situations where you say, you know, that's really good ideas. Those are, those are good practices. Those seem to be effective. But we've forgotten that. The other thing is... What did Thomas Edison say about the light bulb? He didn't fail over a thousand times. He figured out a thousand ways it didn't work. Yeah, that's a good point. You ever heard the famous story? I don't know if it's true or not. And it's Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, I believe. And Henry had a problem in the factory. Considered generally the the creator of mass production, right? Right. And had a problem in the factory. And Edison showed up, spent an hour figuring out what the problem was, fixed it, sent him a bill, $1,000. Got to remember the time. That was a lot of money. Spent an hour. He said, wow, you know, Thomas, 1000 bucks. that's a lot of money for an hour. It's pretty high. He, so he redid the bill. <laughs> he sent it to $10 for the hour, nine ninety for the know-how. <laughs> so... You know, I I have just had this steadfast belief for so long that we've talked about here on the show, the market does not reward hard work. It rewards value creation. You create value, you contribute value to society, the market will reward you. Just looking at the opportunities in this country, gosh, so many polls are showing now, which I think is a good thing that a lot of young folks – want to crank up their own businesses. They want to crank up their own enterprises. And things that are driving that are um, stuff that they see out there with respect to NFTs, blockchain, new frontiers, new technologies. They Which know. I do have to laugh at the uh, the hatred that NFTs get. I don't get the point of spending real-life money on a cartoon monkey, but to each their own, it's your money to spend. But there are people that are adamant that nfts are bad for the environment it's it's a picture on a computer it's not (laughs) like those are going anywhere including real estate right so i like i think i saw some real estate being sold on the nft it's like next to snoop Dogg or something like that uh but gosh the routes to market the opportunities and don't hand this is when i get jacked out of shape about all this structural racism. The market don't care, honestly. You provide something of value, and you've got all the opportunities in the world and access to capital and well, routes the, to market. Just do it. The market does focus on one color, green. Yeah, that's exactly right. Absolutely, totally right. Great point, Rhino. That's it. Those are just – I'm not buying it. I'm telling you. They're myths. Market doesn't care. Get off your rump, quit whining about it, and go get rich. It really is that simple. Stay with us. So we got more here on Middays. We've got Representative Kevin Haran coming up after Super Talk News and Fox News. Don't worry, be happy. I'm not worried. I'm happy. 
You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Chris Foster. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer says if Republicans block voting rights legislation with a filibuster today, he'll hold a vote on bringing back the talking filibuster, where opponents can delay the bill with speeches before eventual passage by a simple majority vote, instead of the 60 votes needed now. Members of this chamber were elected to debate and to vote, particularly on such an important issue as this. Later today, this chamber will host a sad spectacle that has not seen been seen before in living memory. Minority Leader Mitch McConnell there calls the proposal an unprincipled power grab. Secretary of State Antony Blinken tells the president of Ukraine our unity has never been more important. Particularly uh, as the country faces the possibility of renewed Russian aggression. He says the Russian military could quickly double the number of troops on Ukraine's border. He meets with Russia's foreign minister on Friday. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601-371-1051. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Supreme Court recently blocked the Biden administration from enforcing its VAX or test requirements for large private companies. They did uphold a regulation that requires vaccines for almost all employees at hospitals, nursing homes, and other health care providers that receive federal money. Attorney General Lynn Fitch believes these mandates are an overreach. The one thing about the OSHA mandate, which again, as you said, is the 100 workers or more, it's dead right now in its current form, but OSHA has not withdrawn that rule yet. So we're going to have to continue to fight to make sure that they do that. Courts have also blocked vaccine requirements for teachers in the Head Start program and for employees of federal contractors. Both Mississippi State and Ole Miss have cracked D1 baseball's top 25 preseason rankings. The defending national champion Bulldogs were placed at number four. The Rebels came in just one spot behind at number five. I'm Kelly Bennett. Do you ever feel like you're in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators are sure you'll always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat, and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Energy for everyone, propane. Visit MSPropane.com. That's MSPropane.com today. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. The Mississippi Medical Cannabis Act is headed to the House after making it through the Senate. Speaker Pro Tem Jason White told us Tuesday that he believes the House vote will reflect the Senate's, which was 46-5. If that turns out to be the case, the bill will ultimately be veto-proof. But more so than veto-proof, I think it's I think the vote totals in the Senate and what you'll see in the House will be a reflection of the bill and the fact that so much has gone into yeah. it. Um, on, on the on the concerns of, of not only the governor but all of us, myself included, I was not for Initiative 65. But hey, a coast man is being charged with murdering his own father. 77-year-old Thomas Baxter was found deceased in the home he shared with his son late Tuesday morning. 48-year-old Robert Baxter was arrested that afternoon with help from U.S. Marshals. He's being held in the Jackson County Adult Detention Center without bond. An autopsy is pending to determine the cause of his father's death. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou Friends Jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's Old Time Chili Recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix every day at 5 o'clock, driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, the trucks of the future were built for everyone. The Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 44 years straight. Built for performance and capability on and off-road. The trucks of the future are not built for a few. They are built for America. Ford F-Series. Drive one today. Stop by your local Mississippi Ford dealer for more details. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, Midday Super Talk Mississippi, rocking into Hour 3 of the program on this hump day. And joining us now in the studio, Representative Kevin Harani represents District 34. That encompasses Carroll, Grenada, Holmes, LaFleur, and Tallahatchie County. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, and the chairman of the House Corrections Committee. Welcome back. Appreciate you joining us today. You guys have been uh, quite active down there at the legislature. Uh, A lot going on here the first uh, three weeks of the session. Uh, Like Senator Polk said when he was on last week, though, something usually... 
pops up that uh, that we don't even anticipate that can often take the air out of the chambers. Uh, we'll see. We'll it see. seems like we got enough on the plate right now to keep Pretty us busy. Pretty hot topics there. Right yeah. Now. Well, um, let's talk first about uh, stuff that's going on in your committee, in the Corrections okay. Committee. What are you working on there, Representative Herrera? Well, as you know, we uh, – thank you for having me today, Gerard. You bet. We, we are – you know, we passed 2795 – uh, through both chambers, governor signed it that um, basically expanded eligibility uh, for inmates. And what came along with that was a lot of conversation with members that you know that were not really in favor of it. Came to Chairman Barnett and myself and said, "Okay, now that we're going to expand eligibility, where are we going to be on having them ready to be released?" Right. So, uh, uh, so we're looking at reentry uh, and. If you look at corrections and a corrections budget, there's nothing more costly in corrections than reentry. And, sure. Uh, and, you know, you can house someone for a certain amount of money, $45 a day, whatever it is now. But when you talk about training people while they're in custody uh, for for workforce training, things of that nature, and get them prepared for life skills going out, it's very expensive. So yeah. we're looking at uh, – trying to figure out how we can do a lot of that inside the gate and outside the gate. Okay. And um, moving forward to make uh, some of these individuals, hopefully, when they come out, to be more productive citizens. Yeah, because it, it just seems like that if we if we convict them, we sentence them, we lock them up, and they go out, and then they're likely to either commit the same crimes or even different crimes. But more importantly, they're just unable to, to integrate into society and produce we really hadn't achieved anything. We, we just spent a bunch anything. of money. It's all we've right. done, and That's we got nothing for it. We got no return for that. Well, you know, as I've, I've talked to a number of uh, members that come to me and say, look, I've got this uh, young man, a young lady that they, they've been paroled, but they have nowhere to go. They have no direction or anything yeah. like that. And so they get back into the same environment that they were in before they went in. Yeah. And uh, so we're trying to do some things. And uh to move that needle just a little bit so uh they don't at least a larger percentage of them don't find themselves back in corrections and there's a lot of workforce training a lot of employers uh that i've talked with about um some things they're they're anxious to see what kind of workforce we can train because they need workers yeah there's a lot of talented people in in that are doing time i mean sure unfortunate circumstances put certain people in prison that may never reoffend. Uh, there are some that need some life skill training to make sure that their you know, opportunities to succeed are are better. But employers are reaching out to us and saying we need workers. Yeah, send us what we you know what you can that we can look at and determine whether or not we can put them to work. But we need to do some of those things. It seems like the attitude uh, from employers uh, has changed in that arena, has it not? It I think has. that there was a time when uh, employers uh, were very hesitant. To, to hire uh, folks that had a record, right? Um, even a even a misdemeanor record would right. cause problems for them. But you know the market has a has a uh, a tendency to influence that. They need workers. They need workers, and and they're they're willing to uh, work with the system and work with work people uh, people and, and employ them even uh, with a record. And and right. so we're seeing a I think a change in attitude. Well, there. last year we passed House Bill uh, seven forty seven. And basically, it was a um, 
in Rankin County, Sheriff Bailey, and he's done a good job of, yeah. of moving that forward. And uh, I was talk, talking to uh, uh, D.A. Bramlett last night, and he indicated to me that uh, one of the employers over there uh, reports to the sheriff that some of the best workers he has coming out on How the work, work program are, are, he said, they're really they're doing a good job. And I, hopefully we can... We can uh, replicate that in other areas through MDOC. Um, uh, Chairman Barnett has a bill on the Senate side to allow corrections to do some things outside the gate. And also we're looking at some other vendors that we can maybe access to get them involved in uh, getting some of, you know, uh, some of the population that's going to be paroled or some of these individuals like in Sheriff Bailey's program that are, haven't been to Parchman yet. They're doing they're trying to, it's almost like a not re-entry but pre-entry type thing yeah. trying to keep them out of, out of MDOC hmm. and they work and uh, and they, it's been successful. We have two bills on the House side and two bills on the Senate side to expand that throughout the state. Now Rankin County and some of the larger counties financially are better equipped to handle that type program. We're trying to look at some ways to make it more accessible to some of the rural counties that they can they can have employers that can access those individuals. I think certainly at a minimum, emulating uh, the good work that Sheriff Bailey is doing in Rankin County to the extent possible in the other counties, and just sort of collecting and and uh, uh, publishing and communicating those best practices, that just makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. And people aren't, um, uh, as I shouldn't say, as uh, concerned, but they seem to be a little more tolerant with the fact that, that we can put a population out of MDOC that's, that can be productive citizens. And, think, and we're not talking about people that just have no chance of being rehabilitated. Right. They're just some people that uh, I think need need to be incarcerated and, and uh, for need the to benefit be to protect society. That's what a lot of people, have, that's what MDLC is built for is right. for them. And right. they need to be there and they've... Uh, they uh, don't need to ever be out, and those that's, a, that's not a small population either. Right, and um, so, but there are um, that segment of the population, especially with some of the stuff we have going on and the opioid problems, things of that nature. That are good people uh, do bad things sometimes. Yeah, do things that are that you know society has to be protected from them at that time. But that doesn't mean that they don't need to be given a second chance if they can rehabilitate themselves, yeah. get to work. And Commissioner Kane, uh, DOC, mm-hmm. seems to have a really good perspective on he that. Does. He's really good of, uh, about discerning right. he, uh, in that respect, and that's qualified important. for the position he's in. He knows corrections. He, yes. and, he and he does. He knows people as well. He does yeah. a good job figuring out what programs work for certain certain people at MDLC. And yeah. hopefully, we can uh, look. I, I, I say I, I told the speaker that uh, at the end of session last time, I said. You know, we've expanded parole for those individuals that, in an effort not only to save money but to make it fair to all inmates, but it's the most uh, – next year is going to be the heavy lift is reentry, and it's an expensive endeavor. There's nothing cheap about reentry programming. Well, it's expensive keeping them locked up, too. It it's is. expensive for them to, to – um uh, I guess return to society and and not be productive. That costs us all too, or right. or worse yet, uh, fall back into a life of crime. Correct. That costs money. Costs us all money. You're going to have a certain population that's going to do that, that's right. regardless how hard. But you still got you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. So and I, and I'm heartened to hear 
Uh, and I've heard it before about the success in Rankin County, where employers are coming back and saying, "Yeah, these are amongst my best employees," and right. so that means that there there's a way, there's a methodology there. So that's, that's good to hear. Is. Yeah, certainly is. Uh, well, can you hang around? We got sure. about a minute left on this segment, but um, you got some some uh, important high profile legislation that is meandering its way through the uh, couple of chambers. There, we got the medical marijuana bill over in the Senate. Now in the House, I That's believe. Correct. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Senator High um, Brian moved to recommit, but I think we're past that and it's been transmitted to the House. Right. So we're on yeah. our side for our consideration. Yeah. So we got that going on. We got the tax reform. We got the teacher pay raise as well. We got two versions of that one in the Senate, one in the House. Chairman Bennett in the House says our bill's better. Right. That's what he said. I think, uh, I think of course I'm, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm accurately quoting him. I think uh, Senator DeBar uh, may take exception to that. Uh, he's, uh, but they're, they're fairly similar, they're honestly. Right. Uh, slightly different approaches there. The the uh, governor made it clear this was a high priority for him. I interviewed him back at the Neshoba County Fair in the summer, and, in fact, he listed it as his top legislative priority. So, anyhow, we have two bills that uh, are likely to get exchanged, and we'll see uh, what we end up with after the, the sausage is made. we got a break right here. Representative Kevin Haran is our guest in the Super Talk studios. We'll come back with more on Midday. Stay with us. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. One Mississippi to Mississippi, (laughs) there are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta. We're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products, and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Near historic low rates may be a great reason to refinance, but when matched with an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot, you could be saving money and paying more towards the bottom line. Call a Loan Depot loan officer and ask about our 27-year smart-term loan or our 10-year arm loan. Get a great rate matched with a great loan by calling 866-888-LOAN or visit LoanDepot.com. At Loan Depot, home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing. Doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. 
It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Join us at the fabulous Mayflower Cafe in downtown Jackson for lunch daily. Specials include Wednesday pot roast, Thursday chicken and dumplings, and everyday grilled catfish. The Mayflower serves the freshest seafood for lunch and dinner, Tuesday through Friday, and dinner only on Saturday. BYOB, the Mayflower Cafe, downtown Jackson, a Mississippi tradition since 1935. Get a bottle of our world-famous comeback dressing and a gift card. The perfect gift every time. Less England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Representative Kevin Haran is in the Super Talk Studios. We are right in the midst of the uh, 2022 legislative session. So, uh, just your thoughts, if any, on the medical marijuana bill that uh, has passed the Senate by overwhelming uh, margin. Well, fact, so. you know, Gerard, I've, you know, the people have spoken on that they want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think. Um, we need to be concerned about moving forward. You know, I don't want what we call what I characterize as wild, wild west, like other states have, wide open. You know, any any place, anywhere. I think we need to to um, uh, to be involved in it to the extent that we. Uh, I'm not saying move at a snail's pace, but be deliberate in our approach to this. And I, yeah, you know, I prosecuted for a number of years, and I do a lot of criminal defense work, and I see. Some of the things that uh, I'm concerned about with uh, with some of this uh, with the medical marijuana. I mean, it just it's just uh, look. There's a need for it in some shape, form, or fashion. But as far as uh, us, um, and I haven't uh, gone through bullet. Uh, I got bullet points on the Senate version, but I haven't read it. Uh, it's pretty <laughs> pretty extensive. I've yeah, been it's a big with bill. My own stuff. It's a big bill, but I just think we need to, you know err on side of caution with it yeah and uh, i i think that's reasonable I don't and, think so. I, don't, and I don't think that we need to i mean i think we need to do it in a manner that you know that you know that i mean i think that the and i'm not saying we need to pattern it exactly by the lottery but with the lotteries worked pretty well the way that set up things of that nature that that that, that you can you know um 
move forward and, and have people and professionals involved in moving this thing forward. Yeah. The um, the structure, um, hats off to those who drafted, uh, just digress a little bit, the lottery act, the Alice G. Clark Lottery Act, named after Representative Alice Clark, who was a huge proponent of a, establishing a lottery in the state of Mississippi. The uh, Really, the framework and the structure there where it's organized and really set up more as a, as a private uh, organization, and it's, and it's run, um, having served on the board now since inception, and we really run it like a private company. Right. And um, but, if you're going to do it, I think that's the way it needs to be done. Yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, there's a lot of people that disagree with me, which is okay, too, but uh, I think we need to, you know, proceed with caution. Like I said, okay. it just is a problem not to do it. To do it otherwise, it's going to be problematic. Fair enough. Yeah, so we'll be we'll be checking that out. We'll be watching where all that goes. I appreciate uh, your candor on that. Uh, all right, so tax reform, which is uh, the speaker has said that is his top priority, and uh, we got that bill that right. I think has been improved since uh, the original bill that passed uh, in the twenty one session. Correct. So that's headed. I agree. That's 100%. headed to the Senate, and uh, we'll see what happens there. It's. Uh, you know, they're, they're kind of, uh, they being those in the Senate, uh, the uh, lieutenant governor and others uh, uh, kind of in leadership positions over there, they're sort of playing their cards close to close the vest. Close to the vest. Yeah. Very close to yeah. the vest. Yeah. So uh, it, it does seem like there's a, a, a general opinion uh, amongst the leaders in government that some degree of tax reform is needed, and in particular to phase out the income tax it's just the method right and the mechanics on well, how it makes we do everybody that. nervous about it yeah you know, and it should but you know i mean it's um uh, sales tax is a much fairer tax to everybody in my opinion when yeah a lot of people don't talk about it and i will just briefly but when we were going through some of the um uh cares act or whatever how you want uh, money that people were um um PPP money, and a lot yeah. of people that were trying to get it didn't qualify because, right. and they were business people that couldn't get it because they hadn't filed income tax yep. for a number of years, and so we learned that, we, didn't we? Yes, we did, and we, you know, it's it, it's not fair that some of them are business owners, and and um, you know they're still buying cars, groceries, yeah. Uh, full skirting wheel, their full taxes. <laughs> skirting state, their talking tax. about state taxes yeah, here. So, state taxes. Yeah. But if they hadn't filed their state taxes, that they probably means they didn't file their federal taxes Correct. either. So I mean, it's possible. Gross. It's possible to do it otherwise. Yeah. Not not likely. Not likely. I, I would agree. I just and, think and it's a more fair tax. I, I just remember when all that was going on, and, of course, we we also created a uh, an aid program for businesses. I don't remember the exact name of right. it, Representative Rand, but I, I think I remember talking to Senator Hobson about that, and folks were asking me, okay, uh, how come I can't qualify, and where's my money? And and Briggs, at that point, is when he disclosed on the show, well, because we're finding out you hadn't filed your, your tax taxes. return. Ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. Who, yeah. who are you? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and that's, that's yeah, just not right. But it takes a lot of resources, as you know, yes. to chase all that down yeah. and, to, and to police all that, if you will, the Department Elimin- of Revenue. eliminate a lot of that by the sales tax. Yeah. And yeah. eliminates a lot of... It's captured at the point of sale. That's correct. And that's when you pay up. I know some folks uh, object to that. So the governor said that he really would still like to see about eliminating the income tax without increasing taxes 
anywhere else. And, of course, the two main sources of revenue to the state are the income tax and sales taxes. And, uh, gosh, that comprises what, I think, between the two of those, 85%, 90% or so of our total revenue in the general fund, at least. I, I mean, talking about everybody would like to do that. Yeah, but, I would, too. But I don't see us having the ability to do that with every state agency coming to us and saying, I cannot keep good people, whether it be MDOT, whether it be corrections. Yeah. Uh, I'm losing people to the um, private sector because I can't keep certain. I mean, everybody wants everything's more costly than it was. Some people in state government had, hadn't had raises in 16 years. I mean, we got to do we want, you know, I'm not saying to expand government, but we do need to pay those individuals, school teachers as well. Uh, what they uh, what they're worth, you know, and yeah. keeping them in. You know, I talked to a number of people at MDOT to say, look, you know, we're we're losing uh, engineers to the private sector, and uh, we need to increase the pay to yeah. some of these folks. And we can't do that without at least maintaining some of them. You know, we everybody depends on growth, and here we, I mean, it, we've had good growth, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen forever. Yeah. It's interesting uh, where all that's going to go because he, the governor seems to be uh, fairly entrenched in, in his position that he, he doesn't favor elimination of the income tax uh, while offsetting it with uh, increases in the sales tax. Now, the, the neat thing about this particular bill is that uh, we're, we're increasing general sales tax, decreasing grocery tax. Right. And decreasing the cost of those confounded uh, license plates, Correct, which yeah. I think everybody uh, favor complains about. Right. I mean, that's that's been a – we have ranked high amongst the states in terms of uh, the cost of a, of a car tag. Right. Uh, but it's been a major source of revenue, particularly at the with the diversions to the counties and uh, municipalities. And, and the bill, of course – uh, covers that to the municipal uh, jurisdic- right. jurisdictions, so they are made whole in that respect. Even though we're cutting the tax, well, I don't think that you know getting to the sales tax aspect of it. I don't think a business is not going to locate in Mississippi because of the sales tax. The one and a half percent, and yeah. still keeps us below the neighboring right. states. But they are going to frown on or decide whether or not they come in based on the income tax yeah. situation. So I mean, we're not. Um, I don't. I don't think that that's a heavy lift for us. To, like you say, we're below the neighboring states. That's yeah. basically all we can ask. So I don't think that's a big issue. I disagree with the governor on that, but anyway, I, I respect his opinion. On yeah, that. sure. Well, you know, the legislative budget office produced what they call a fiscal note that uh, analyzed the legislation right. and did a, did essentially a two year projection of what that would mean: the increases of right. sales tax, the decreases of income tax, car tax. Uh, grocery tax, uh, and and they they put a pro forma together, if you will, mm-hmm. which looks very positive. I, it would be nice to see first the out years beyond mm-hmm. the first couple of years right. where we have somewhat of a cushion that is included in their model from uh, surpluses that we've produced. But I'd like to see something on the governor's proposal right. as well. So see if his, he or his folks are right. listening. I think that's a, a fair and Request. reasonable question. That's sure, to, provide us a performance so we can analyze that as well. What we got to be to move forward. You got to plan fifteen years from now. We can't plan agree. the next couple of years. Agree. Anyway, that's totally 15, agree. Twenty whatever. All right. What else you got going well, on down there? The yet? education. You know, uh, the teacher pay raise. Quite naturally, is going to be a hot topic. But I'm, I'm certainly in favor 
uh, of paying teachers more and entry level teachers. But yeah. the only thing I want, I want to, I have five kids under the age of sixteen. Okay, I want year round school. You do? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I disagree with that, by the way. No, I know I'm not. My friend, Representative Nick Bain, they have that in Corinth. No, course, yeah, but know, uh, so. I was, I was telling, you, I need them in school year round. My <laughs> wife needs them in school year round. But no, I think that we need to give them a pay raise, and we need entry level is an important. Uh, yeah, is it increasing them? Entry level is something. Uh, critical to us moving gotcha. forward. We'll be tracking those uh, two bills as they make their way through the respective chambers and the other legislation as well. And Representative Horan, uh, always good to see you, my friend. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. Thank you, Troy. You got Glad it. Glad to We'll be back with more talk here on Middays. we got uh, more in store for you. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 70 degrees. Tonight, showers and possible thunderstorms, low around 34. Your Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, high near 42. And for your finally Friday, partly sunny conditions, with highs reaching only to the lower 40s. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. Sleep. Worrying about low CD rates? Do I have enough money to retire? Is my principal safe? IRAs. Don't worry, I can help. And you can sleep better too. Call David Cox, direct, 601-594-8977. 601-594-8977. Now. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land. And just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Attention. If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll. Sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. 
I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Supreme Court recently blocked the Biden administration from enforcing its VAX or test requirements for large private companies. They did uphold a regulation that requires vaccines for almost all employees at hospitals, nursing homes, and other health care providers that receive federal money. Attorney General Lynn Fitch believes these mandates are an overreach. The one thing about the OSHA mandate, which again, as you said, is the, the 100 workers or more, it's dead right now in its current form. But OSHA has not withdrawn that rule yet. So we're going to have to continue to fight to make sure that they do that. Courts have also blocked vaccine requirements for teachers in the Head Start program and for employees of federal contractors. Both Mississippi State and Ole Miss have cracked D1 baseball's top 25 preseason rankings. The defending national champion Bulldogs were placed at number four. The Rebels came in just one spot behind at number five. I'm Kelly Bennett. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo. Every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super talk mississippi hmm. so one of the things that uh came up was sales tax this is on the ceasefire text line why don't we start charging sales taxes to ebt cardholders and i'd just be taxing tax dollars essentially you would be 
I think that SNAP purchases recipients don't pay. I think that's true. They don't pay state or local sales tax on foods and beverages they purchase with SNAP benefits. So, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. It's an interesting concept. You'd be levying sales tax on top of benefits that are received uh, from those who pay taxes. Interesting. Uh, you know, I still, I, I just would love to see, in a serious question, serious request, any time we start talking about reforming taxes and, and changing taxes, we're talking about, it's, it's, a, it's a business proposal, essentially. It's taxes are revenue to government, and uh, government services are spending. So uh, it's just a really simple financial concept. Money in, money out. So when you start talking about making changes to, in this case, sources of revenue, when we're talking about specifically tax reform, then I, I think that warrants producing pro formas, just financial projections, if you will, for some period of time. I'd, I'd like to see five years at a minimum. The LBO fiscal note had two. But um, just to contrast, the governor's idea which is to eliminate sales tax, phase that in, excuse me, income tax, income tax, phase that in without uh, raising the sales tax, as is presently incorporated and provided for in the bill that uh, the Tax Freedom Act that passed the House. Uh, j- just would like to see that. So I, I'm all for that. If there's, a, if there's a, a practical and economically feasible way to achieve that, put me down. I'm for it. But I'm skeptical, and got to see some numbers, got to see some models, and be persuaded that those models are, are rooted in reasonable projections and reasonable expectations. So just kind of leave it uh, from that. Matt in West Point says, Representative, you're out of touch with your constituents. We don't want to raise in sales tax, cut spending. And I, I'm all for that. I would just ask everybody... And it's again, I'm I'm not being confrontational with this question. Where do you want to cut? What would you like to cut? And has anybody produced a working model of the general fund budget that suits what they're looking for? That shows uh, expenditures into the the major objects that receive state funding, and those categories are at the highest level are pretty straightforward. It's 50-plus percent around that. Half of it goes to education. And then uh, next in, in, the, in that list, if you're going sort of top to bottom from the most money spent out of the general fund um, downward, you've got um, uh, Medicaid that comes up next. I think a lot of people are surprised to know that. And we're talking about the state portion of Medicaid because, of course, Medicaid is a combined Federal is a joint program funded by federal and state money. Mississippi, sadly, receives the highest federal match uh, than any other state. And that just has to do, it's all based on your the income levels and the, um, uh, the economics of the state. And so we, we are heavily, heavily reliant, more so than any other state, on the federal government for our very economic existence. And, of course, when you're talking about the federal government, you're really talking about 
the big blue states that generate most of the revenue uh, to the federal government. Uh, so Medicaid's a big number there. I think last I looked, it's about nine hundred billion dollars. Excuse me, million dollars of the total six billion dollar budget. And then you go uh, down from that, and it's, it's corrections, and then pretty much all the other agencies and functions of government fall in line below that. So it's just a question of somebody devising and designing a, a an economic model that shows where money could be cut. Obviously, if we raise teacher pay, we're not we're not cutting; we're increasing uh, a fair amount. And and then of course the question has to be asked. I think this can't be done in a vacuum. Right, what is the correct level? If you object to the teacher pay raise, what would you like to see teachers paid? And is that the correct amount? Does that produce the best outcomes for the state? I think this is a market question. Honestly, if, uh, we're we're uh, having difficulty filling all the ranks of the teachers, and then there's the question of why do some districts seem to have a lot more centralized district-level overhead than others, school districts in the state, and and the ones that have more overhead don't necessarily produce the best academic outcomes. So makes sense to me that the ones that seem to be doing more with less, if you will, should be examined and reviewed and emulated in the other districts that uh, aren't faring as well, but spending as much or more money. So it's got to be some best practices there that are shared and and reviewed and and um, I think coalesced around. Those are, those are reasonable requests. And of course, the issue always comes up about combining school districts as a way to to save money. It, that's really not a a situation where you can just combine two districts and assume that all the central are not even central, but the the uh, any any other expenses can just be lapped off, and you can just double the workload, if you will, to um, the the uh, the central um, assets, the school district itself. I don't think that's practical. So it's it's, it's somewhere in between, you know, complete one hundred percent elimination and and zero. So. Uh, that's the same, I think, in the in the private sector when you look at combining companies, something that I've got some experience with. You just can't assume, and, and that's always a question from the investment community. You know, what, what expenses over here can you eliminate through consolidation? And that's always a tricky question, and it's, it's, it's not as obvious as it may seem. So, But that's certainly a uh, – should be on the table. I totally agree. But you could go further than that. What if we started combining counties? And just reduce the number of counties. I mean, that seems like it should fall in line with the same logic. But then there's always the other side of that, the question of where is the authority best and most effective? Is it centrally, where some central government uh, and government function is in charge of, you know, a, a, a larger population, a larger geographic area, or should it be more appropriately done at the local level? I mean, those are those are complex, difficult questions, but just throwing that out is, is food for thought as we uh, work our way through 
a lot of what's going on with respect to teacher pay raises and and uh, tax reform, two of the high-profile issues being debated and deliberated down there at the Capitol. So, yeah, I know, Thomas, I know I've, I've talked to Shad uh, about uh, school district consolidation. Uh, he's promoting it. I, I know. But specifically, which districts? Which districts do you want to consolidate? Uh, that's where you get into to, to uh, complexities. And then, in doing so, what can you reasonably expect in terms of elimination of expenses? Simply pointing out that it's not, it's not really pragmatic and accurate to assume that you could consolidate and combine, let's say, two districts – and, and literally eliminate all the overhead and all the expenses associated with the uh, the central office in one district. That's just that's not practical. Absolutely, just it, it's it just won't it doesn't work that way. It just it just doesn't. Um, and then the other thing is you start losing people because they say, well, you've doubled my workload, but you're paying me the same. You do that in the private sector, and people walk on you. Just simple as that. And It'd be different if there weren't this huge number of jobs available in the private sector. What's the last number? Almost 11 million. It's a it's a job seekers market for sure, and that is one of the major factors driving inflation, cost of labor. It's going up. If you think about teachers and state workers, no raise means they're actually going backwards when you consider inflation. We'll take a break. We got a final segment coming up. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Every day, I see people in crisis. On the surface, they need a good meal. Deep inside, they need hope. On my best day ever, I can't save anybody. But we each can be a tool God uses to change a life. I want to challenge you. Allow God to use you to help someone else today. Check us out at gatewaymission.org, helping people right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. 
At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who they give it to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this hump day. So, lots of uh, lots of discussion. I, I get it. Lots of people want to uh, cut spending. I'm with them. I'm for it. I, I just need to see a plausible plan on how to do that. And there are lots of different I- ideas. Kirk from Columbus says, if you were in charge of state budget, what would you do and why? You know. Here's the thing for me, is that I don't feel like I have enough data. I, I, I would need to start with, and I would actually order this, a, a detailed 
deep dive investigation and examination of of uh, every line item in the budget. Where's it spent? And I'm I'm talking about drill all the way down to the local level. Uh, Start with the core of government in the hierarchy all the way down to the local level uh, where state government spending occurs and investment occurs. And contrast that with other states uh, across those functional areas, uh, their spending, uh, their pay structures, the outcomes they're producing for their citizens – to just get get a grade, if you will, and an idea of where we stand. Some of that's been done kind of on the fringes, but not, I don't think, across the entire scope of government. And, and then coalesce with smart people uh, that can help design and determine better ways and better approaches, more cost-effective approaches to every aspect. Now, that's a this is an arduous, difficult task. But it, in my view, it's the only way, short of just kind of, kind of making um, sort of abstract, almost impulsive, uh, populist moves, if you will. So, for example, I know there's a bill that, that is on the table right now, I think, that is uh, calls for changing the way that Superintendent of Education, Kerry Wright, is compensated $307,000 a year. And and so while that might be popular, and I understand the reason for that, if I'm not mistaken, she's the highest paid one in Mississippi, the way our system works uh, in the country. But that, um, I mean, so what do you cut it to? Let's say we cut it in half. It's one hundred fifty thousand dollars out of a six billion dollar budget. I don't I don't think uh, we can pack the car and take vacation on that. So. I, you know, it's while it might be politically popular, and I respect that. And and uh, is it going to fix anything? Is it going to change anything? Is it going to make anything better? Is it going to be sufficient to cut our taxes, for example? I, I don't think so. But so it's 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 kind of a different way to look at it. But you got to start with where in the world's all the money going, and I think that has to be filtered down with a fine-tooth comb. And I know that uh, my friend Auditor Shad White's done some of that, certainly in the education space. And there's no question. I know for a fact there are districts out there that spend more money on their back office and produce lower outcomes than other districts that spend less and produce better outcomes. Now, does that... Are they inextricably linked? I don't know. I think there are a lot of factors that figure into what produces good educational outcomes besides money and uh, besides the back office. But from an accountability perspective, at a minimum, you should be able to go to those districts and say, hey, look, we got this district over here. They're an A district. You, you're a D or an F. But you, you got a bigger back office you're spending more per pupil on administrative costs in, in the back office. Please explain. At a minimum. Again, not just coming in there like a bull in a china closet and and start criticizing and condemning. This is what we talked about earlier earlier in the show. But rather let's let let people speak and, and let them provide their rationale and their logic before you jump to conclusions and then begin the debate. And start to figure out ways to improve the efficiencies and the agility 
and uh, the spending. I think that's where it's got to start. Other than that, we're I think we're just talking in the abstract. Oh, yeah, it's just consolidate school districts. Uh, okay, well, which ones, and what would that look like? Show us the model on that before we just conclude, I'll do it, and, you know, economic bliss breaks out. That's just not likely. But the, I think we got to be methodical, and, and, um, and this is a situation where you need to essentially replicate what we do in the private sector when you're considering consolidation and, and looking at ways to achieve efficiencies and, and cut spending. I mean, that's what we do. And look at the return on that investment. I'm all for it. All for it. I think that's where it's got to start. And perhaps that's something our legislature would consider commissioning. Uh, there are folks out there that are really, really good at that sort of stuff. And let's do that. And let's de- discuss it and debate it. Figure out what kind of adjustments we can make to um, put less burden and relieve some of the burden on the taxpayer. We're out of time here today. Appreciate all the engagement. Uh, really do. We're going to be back here tomorrow, Will, Rhino, and I. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.